This is Brenda inside the Kid Code Playground, where, in the time it takes to have a coffee break, we shift stressed out families from painful parenting and kid chaos to positive parenting and calm kids using the techniques in the book, The Kid Code 30 Second Parenting Strategies. The unexpected result? You get your belly laugh back and ensure your kids keep theirs. In this podcast, pointed straight at your heart, we understand that parents struggle with two big problems, time and strategies that work on the spot. Every time you tune in, you'll find something to help you get right now relief in an upset with your kids, because every parent deserves a peaceful parenting experience, and every child deserves a peaceful parent. Are you ready? Hello, Peaceful Positive Parents. The subtitle really says it all. I don't like them, but I want them to like me. So first of all, why do we want the other, like our partner's kids, to like us, approve of us, agree with us, fawn all over us? Why? To make us feel important, valued, needed, what else? Wanted? accepted, indispensable, and superior, to name a few of the false gains from this way of living, wanting others to approve of us. So my question is, would you rather be peaceful, kind, and playful, or important, valued, accepted, needed, wanted, what else did I say, indispensable, and superior? So that's easy. Most people have replied they'd like to be peaceful, but how? That's what we're here today to look at. So the first thing is to notice. So that means draw your attention to how stressful it is to not like someone. So just now, think of someone in the family that you don't really like. Notice your facial muscles along with other areas of your body tense up. Notice the negative feelings that arise. Notice the feeling inside of you when you think of your partner's child, the one you don't like. You don't have to tell anybody that you don't really care for them. Just do this work and free yourself from disliking anyone so they don't take up any negative space in your head. So again, do this one more time. Think of the person that you don't like, your partner's child, or your child, and feel it in your body, and feel the emotions that arise. Just doing that helps dissolve the idea of liking or not liking. It's not that we can't have preferences, it's, it's just that When we don't like, we have stress. So I would invite you to sit with this checkmate question for a minute or two. What good does it do to not like them? Is it really helpful? Does it make your position more clear? So they have different opinions. I'm talking about kids now. They value what they do. They're being parented by several people oftentimes. They're disrupted when they have the when they have to change locations to be with the other parent. And can't they like or dislike whoever they want? 
that's up to them, even if it's you. That has nothing to do with you if you're centered within yourself. Now, I recognize to a point, like it's hard to live with somebody who really dislikes you strongly, but always the consequences are their own when they're disliking you. And your job is to stay really centered, like self-regulate, become a master at self-regulation. You know, we want to be able to have our own opinions, right, and value the things we do. Yet, if the partner's kids do the same, we can say, well, I really don't like that in them. I don't like them. So, again, want for them what they want for themselves. Last week's lesson. It creates distance and disentangles you from your own negative thinking. And it also makes your thinking clearer. This strategy is just the same as asking silently if you can accept them. I love that strategy. You know, the kid who drives you nuts. Can I accept them? Just the way they are. And if the answer is no, then ask if you can accept that you can't accept them. I always get a yes on this. I think it's because of the distance. And then I move back to can I accept them as they are? I want to be accepted as I am. I usually get an, well, I always get a yes here by this time, and I feel the softening, and at the same time, the stress dissolves. The idea that I need to like them or dislike them or hang on to that idea or have that idea come up uh, whenever it so chooses uh, no longer has the strength it did. You know, it's also so much easier on us to stay in our own business, stay in our own lane, get ourselves sorted out by doing our work on what bothers us about someone in a blended or even otherwise family and find ourselves back in the state of love. You know, we can be in the state of love when someone else is acting out. Remember heart math. You slow your breathing, breathe into and out of the heart area and think of something you really appreciate. If you do this when you have the impulse to move out of love you'll find that it's it, you, people can say or do whatever they're doing and you can stay in that state. And challenge yourself to do this. It's, you're going to see your superpowers when you do. See how long you can self-regulate for while your partner's kids are pushing your buttons. Remember this, nobody is worth my peace. I used this with a, an acquaintance the other day who was very negative and complained and blamed And I just, instead of saying a word, I just sat there and waited and asked myself, can I just stay in my heart? Just stay there and see what happens. It's really wonderful because you don't end up judging the other. You don't need anything from the other. You don't need to get away from them. You don't need to even say anything. So what happens then with this is you, if you're coming from your true nature, which is what self-regulation allows you to do, you you end up showering them with love, you just can't help it. And yes, it might take some time, but practice things like getting in your heart and smiling at them because it feels better inside of you. Accept their identifications because they, they're just like us. They cannot do any differently until they see what's operating them. You know, there's that law in the universe that you get back what you give. So this will be helpful for you to do. Focus on their true nature. Underneath all that complaining and nonsense, 
is their true nature and then stay in yours. Stay in your heart. Don't look for them to like and approve of you. You do that for yourself by staying in your heart, by staying in your nature. And here's one way that you can uh, help approve of yourself uh, or love yourself. It's, that's, that's a better way to say it. Just naturally love yourself, not from an arrogant or an egotistical place. If you make a list of what you really dislike about yourself, so leave your ego at the door during this exercise and invite yourself to honestly, because you want to free yourself, find something you really dislike about yourself. I hate this, I hate that. Too thin, too fat, nose is too big, impatient, anger easily, holler, etc. Just pick one for now and then later make a list. Beside each point, write a reason you do like this about yourself. So if it's your body or a body part uh, that you don't like, that you maybe hate, see if you can see how many wonderful things this body part, the, the nose, whichever body part it is, or the whole body, see what it's done for you. How many good things it's, it's done for you already in your life. And then ask yourself, it's, is it okay if I just appreciate that part instead? Also, see the futility and stress caused by not liking yourself. If you bring your attention when you start not liking yourself to yourself, you'll notice, well, this is dumb. There's no good reason. Even if you've made mistakes, that everything is forgivable. We make amends when we make mistakes, and that's what clears us. But you can see for yourself if there's a good reason to hate yourself. And if it's a behavior you don't like in yourself, like impatience, for example, ask the question, how has impatience helped me? When I asked myself why impatience was good for me, I could see that I thought it helped me get more done. Then I laughed out loud because I could get things done without suffering the pain of impatience. That was such a relief to me. If you can't think of anything, then... If there's a behavior comes up in you that you don't like, that you hate about yourself, then can you see that you are a work in progress? Is that okay? Isn't, isn't everyone still a work in progress, right, till their dying breath? So then think of something right now that you do like about yourself. Just one thing. And then after the podcast, if you have a minute, list several things you do like about yourself and realize those are your gifts and then give them freely. That's what you'll get back. So remember, use the strategy, can I accept myself every time you feel the need to should against yourself, shouldn't judge or criticize yourself, be disappointed in yourself. Can I accept myself? Can I bless myself for the mistake I made? Do I matter more than that mistake? Do I need to make amends to, to myself for that mistake for, of, of hating myself? How can I do that? I can start noticing when I'm hard on myself and wonder, use one of these strategies to get me to be kind to myself. The thing here is once you like yourself, you won't look to others for approval. And... Then you find yourself living and letting others live. It comes right back to accepting them, 
automatically you want for the other what they want for themselves. And once you find out why you do like yourself, you'll be nice to be around and likely so will they. And if they're not on the same page as you, remember that's okay. Everyone has their own consequences attached to their actions, whether they're delivered by us as parents or the kids' friends or peers or the intelligence that runs the universe. Sometimes um, we might call this karma. You know, it means the, the word action. If people leave you because you come into awareness and don't react to them anymore, is that okay? Just ask yourself. Because as you do come into awareness, as you like yourself more and more, the people that are unable to keep up with your awareness are likely to fall away. Will you be okay if that happens? I've noticed I am. Let's do a reality check. I don't need the other's approval. It's never fulfilled me. If I search for it by doing everything for them, by not saying what needs to be said, I'm unhappy. The other's approval never, ever, ever delivers what it promises. This understanding will help you stop doing for them what they need to be doing for themselves, like making their lunches. Don't make their lunch so you can be approved of like cleaning up for themselves. Don't clean up after them so that they'll approve of you. Like contributing to household cooperation instead of contributing to the household chaos. So think about this. I don't need to dislike anyone. I can still go about my life as I like. It's not pleasant for me if I dislike. I don't need to entangle with them. I can stay with the feeling of peace even if they insult me. Them being insulting is about them until I make it about me by attaching to it and engaging and then telling a story about it. They can say anything they want about me, nice or not nice. That's about them, not me. My job is to stay in my nature at all costs because being peaceful is so powerful and you'll see this for yourself. That does not mean that we don't give consequences. It means we leave the protest to those who think that kind of protest is helpful. I practice this daily, staying in my heart when others are identified and acting out. It's the first thing I go to for any time I feel an upset arise and the others launched into complaining or excuse making or blaming or gossiping, whatever it is. From our hearts, we, we handle our partners, our kids and their kids, our partner's kids, I mean, in a more peaceful way. So be a person that no one needs to like. I wish I had a t-shirt. I don't need anybody to like me. I'm okay. And you'll find people flocking towards you. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening and making your parenting life and your child's life more positive and peaceful. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and rate and review it on your favorite podcast player. If you'd like to take a Kid Code course, yep, you can do it in the time it takes to have a coffee break. If you'd like to become a Kid Code teacher, or if you want to reach me directly to talk about anything Kid Code, I'm here. Thekidcode.ca Instant evolution into positive, peaceful parenting, one upset at a time.